Lovely. There it is. There it is. All right. All right. And um, we want to get right into it. You are a musician. You do you do rap or you do R and B? What you do? I do rap. I rap. You do rap. Mm-hmm. And how long how long have you been doing uh, rap? I've been doing rap since I I've been rap, messing with rap since I was like twelve years old. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. What what got you interested in rap? Did you hear a female rapper, a male rapper who who got you interested? Like wanted to do it. Actually, my family got me into it. My mom's a singer, and my brother sings and raps. So. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. So it's in your family? Yes. Okay. Where, where, who, uh, did your brother ever do anything and put anything out or anything? Actually, he's a, a gospel rapper. Oh. So he does put stuff out, but in the gospel realm. Oh, have, we, have we heard of him or anything? Or? Well, he mostly works um, in his church. Okay. He goes by Grateful, Grateful oh. Savage. Dope, 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 dope. So, so coming up and having that in your family was a... Uh, was it kind of cool seeing your mom sing? Was she singing in the church, or how did she get to start singing? Yeah, she was singing in the church. Uh, when she was young, she, her dad was a Baptist pastor, so she used to sing in the choir. And then she just kept going as a singer. Wow. All my uncle sing, my grandma sings. Damn, so it's, it's just in the whole family. Yeah. That's tight. That's tight. So your brother kind of introduced it to you and kind of maybe showed you the microphone, or how did that work? Exactly. He just told me, oh, Sheila, come here. And he's like, I'm going to teach you about bars. Okay, okay. Like how to count them? He just, he just said bars, and I didn't even know what bars were. I was like, what's bars? Okay. And then he's like, I'm going to show you. Put a beat on, started showing me how to write. Damn. And then from there, it just kind of went. Do you remember the first beat that he put on for you to kind of jump it off? Actually, I think it, it was the, um, I want to say it was a mob deep beat. It might have been, I think it was called Getaway. I don't know if it was Mob Deep or... Getaway. Yes. Yes. That shit go hard. Yes, that That's was the tight. first song I ever recorded was That's tight. on that beat. Now, okay, so so he picked out an East Coast beat. Were you were you listening to it at 12 years old? Were you listening to rap at that time? Or, or how did you get into the, the rapping? So here's the funny part. I really didn't get to listen to a lot of music because, as I was saying, my I came back from a religious background. Right, right. So I had to sneak listen to music. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So, so I had a little radio in my room, and I had tapes, cassette tapes, and gotcha. I would just put them in there, and I would listen to Lauryn Hill, okay. Jay-Z, Nas. Okay. So those are kind of the influence artists that you were listening to kind of coming up Eminem, yeah. Eminem, okay, mm-hmm. okay. And And when you were listening to these artists, what one was like... That you were like, okay, I could do that kind of style. Was there any artist that you kind of liked to, to, to listen to the most that kind of influenced you? My biggest influences were, I have to give to Lauren Hill. Like, I played the miseducation of Lauren Hill, like, over and over and over again. Yeah? Yeah. She's she, one of my favorites. She's dope. Did you ever listen to her when she was with the Fugees at all? Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. But I got more introduced, like, more into listening to her solo albums and oh, stuff like that. But, okay. yeah. She's dope. Yes. She's dope. She's dope. So 12 years old, you started getting into the music. Did you ever um, did you ever put any music out at 12 years old, or was it kind of just for fun at that time? Well, I was kind of just learning okay. at that time how to do how to do it. When I it was about I was about like 14 or 15 when I started like actually recording recording. Okay. Okay. And when you were 14 or 15, was that like towards a project? Were you working on a project at that time, or what, was it just to put it out? No, actually. It was just uh, one of my friends, she was doing music, mm-hmm. and she just told me, go to the studio with her, and we went to the studio, and we did a song. That's tight. And, and it was, that was, like, super dope. So was your homegirl on the track with you? Yeah, she was. Okay, okay. What, what was her name? 
Her name is Baby Girl. Shout out to Baby Girl for getting her on. You know what yes. I'm saying? That's right. That's right. Do you remember, um, was it an original beat or was it a mixtape beat at that time? Do you remember? No, actually, it was not original beat. The beat was... Um, Walking in the rain. Mm, 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 mm. Okay, so it was an old school jam. Yeah, we did a song to that. It's actually on YouTube somewhere. <laughs> that's tight. That's tight. So, so after that, did you get the bug? Were you like, okay, I like this shit? Yeah, that's when I started discovering, like, okay, I, I really don't need my brother anymore. <laughs> okay. I do this on my own. Okay, let's rewind. I, I heard something in there. I gotta, I gotta definitely ask about. You were sneaking music in because you came from a religious background. Yes. What was the first tape that you snuck in? Mm, I. It might have been Biggie or Tupac. Oh really? One of those. So you had to listen to those on the headphones. My brother was sneaking too, so <laughs> that's who he introduced me to. <laughs> it was Biggie and Pac. That's right. That's right. That's a that's cool, man. So so you grew up in uh, what city? Which what city are you from? Well, I've actually been in San Diego for 13 years. Okay. But I traveled. I was born in Los Angeles, but I traveled uh, the world with my family because my parents were missionaries. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So, uh, so basically, the last 13 years have been in San Diego. Yes. And you found music. Were you in LA when you found music, or when? Well, you... yeah, I was young. We were traveling. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. Well, that, that's cool. That's cool. Um, have you got to see any cool places doing the travel thing, or? Absolutely. I got to live in some cool places, too. Give me one. Um, I lived in St. Petersburg, Russia for almost five years. Wow. Mm -hmm. Holy crap. So when you go to a place like Russia, is there a language barrier or how does that work? Well, I learned. I went to their school. I learned their language and I learned quite fast. Wow. So you actually learned some Russian? Yes. Wow. Okay. Mm -hmm. And how, how old were you when you was out there in Russia? Um, I went when I was like seven came back when I was like 11. Damn. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So that was like, that was like, damn, you're like sec, second, third grade or something like that. Yeah. Very long time ago. Damn. That's yeah. right. That's right. So, so do you, do you remember any Russian? Oh shit. I don't even know. <laughs> she could have said some shit. I don't even know. I, rem I know a little bit. Uh -huh. It's true. If you don't use it, you really do lose it. But yeah. my dad, he speaks fluent Russian because he like studied on it. He actually went recently. Oh, okay. Before the COVID happened. Wow. And, um, he's on hand. Like. That's dope. That's dope. So, so you are, you are Hispanic? I am Mexican, Puerto Rican, and French. Okay. 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 And, and, um, and you do, do you speak Spanish? Yeah. So you speak Spanish? Más menos. Uh, that means? Like a little bit. Like okay. I taught myself. Okay. 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 So, so were you, did you learn Spanish in Southern California? I, I learned Spanish when I was like 15. When you were like 15. Because I, I hear that Southern California Spanish is different than Spanish Spanish. Like there's a little dialect different. It is. Yeah, Cause yeah. Because we sound like, they say, what is it? Pocho. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what that means. <laughs> so, so, so growing up and, and having all this diversity and stuff like that, what, um, what made you really want to stick with the music or keep doing the music? What, what made you get into it? Like, I really want to do this shit. Um, just knowing that I had the ability to do it and mm -hmm. just a lot of feedback that I was getting from friends and family and they were like, you know, you're really good. You should just keep going and pursuing it. Was there, was there ever a song that you did that you were like, this is my jam or that anybody maybe have showed you that you didn't know was, it, was a great song that, that you have that you've done? Yeah. One of my favorite songs is off my old album that dropped in 2015. It's called The Resurrection and the song is called Heavyweight Champion. Heavyweight Champion. What's that song about? It's just basically about... 
when people try to put you down or people try to tear you down, like you just got to keep fighting. You got to keep going forward until you just, you know, you become that champion. Whatever you're doing doesn't have to be music. It could be anything. That's right. That's right. That's right. Let's speak about challenges, man. 2020 was a crazy challenge for a lot of people. Yes. So, so how, how did you, um, how did you stay productive and stay busy in, in such a crazy year and stay motivated? Cause a, a lot of, could it be easily unmotivated in 2020? How did you stay motivated? Oh man, 2020 was a crazy year for me. Like I'm, I'm super proud of myself that I made it through the year because I not only dealt with like my daughter graduating, but not being able to have her graduation mm, mm, mm. thing that we talked about for years, like yeah. not being able to come to pass. Yeah. You know, um, I went through a pretty nasty divorce. Mm-hmm. So that, and you know, my dad at the beginning of 2020 and my best friend, I found out that both of them had cancer three weeks apart. Mm, mm. So that's how my 2020 was. But, um, at the end of the day, um, so you're a champion for real, for real. Yeah. My best friend and my dad both kicked cancer's ass that's right that's right that's god bless man that's great to hear that's good fucking yeah. news man good shit good shit and uh i know i know that's a that's a huge challenge that's a huge diverse thing to come over overcome um did you have to put music to the side in 2020 or or did you kind of did it did it inspire you to get you a little bit more fire for music actually i didn't put it to the side at all yeah i worked on a whole entire album that whole time of covid and yeah like I'm, I'm done with my album. Okay. Um, and now I'm just working with the label. Okay. It's the first. Okay, it's the first. Let's talk about it's the first. How did you, uh, how did you come across this label? How did you come across them? Um, so just maybe like a month and a half or two months ago, some something like that, a month and a half ago. Time is flying already. Right, right. Um, you know, um, any means had yeah. contacted me, and he had said that you know he liked what I was doing with my music. And, you know, he really gave me some advice and said, look, I, I want to work with you. You know, I believe in you and, and let's let's go. Yeah. Yeah. So um, that's that's what we did. You it, know, is it is it good to have somebody to give you some motivation, somebody to have your back and push you a little bit? It is because, you know what, I'd be hard headed sometimes. <laughs> and me and just like, no, not today. <laughs> that, not today, Satan. <laughs> <laughs> OK, you be on it. But yeah. Yeah. So, it's teaching me a lot to actually take that that constructive criticism because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. sometimes you you get defensive, right? Like you think someone's trying to tell you something, and then I had to like snap out of it and say, you know what, this is for my good. Like I had to think about it, and I was like, he really is trying to develop me, right? As a, to be a better artist. And have you ever had somebody like that working with you? Have you ever worked with a label in the past? Have you ever had somebody that was pushing you like that, or or is this your first time like kind of working with somebody? I've had a couple labels that I've worked with years back, um, but this is the first time I've actually had someone who has done everything that they said they were going to do. Gotcha. Gotcha. That's and pushing that's, me. That's a big thing. Yes, that's absolutely. Because unfortunately, we know that this, uh, this industry is full of shit. A lot of fuckery. A lot of fuckery. Um, yeah, that's unfortunate. Um, when you started doing music, and it was 13 years ago that you moved into San Diego, basically has it been a San Diego foundation that's been building your music? It has. I, it, you know, I get a lot of Los Angeles supporters, too. You know, I get supporters from everywhere. But San Diego has basically become home yeah. for me. And um, that's it's it's my city, and I want to, if I'm going to start anywhere, I want to have that push 
you know, starting directly from there. Why? Why? And uh, being a Latin artist and being in San Diego is kind of a good foundation, a good place to start. You guys, yes. There's a great, great, great support community out here that's, that's Latin and, and it's building, it's getting better, and it's, it's, it's a crazy momentum right now. The Latin music in general, the last five years, has just been blowing up. Yeah, it has. Have you uh, have you ever done any 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 pure Spanish music like like pure Spanish songs? Um, I haven't done like a full Spanish song, but I've done like Spanish verses. Okay, okay. And is is writing in Spanish or spitting in Spanish uh, different than than English, or is it kind of same thing for you? It's it's different. Yeah. It's a little bit more complicated, but it's doable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, when you when you do that, is it when you get into a studio and you and you write? How how is your writing process like when you get in the studio? Are you um do you listen? Do you have the beat already? Do you have the verse already? Do you come fresh? Do you freestyle? Do you write? How how do you how do you create? Um, I've actually done both. I've actually come prepared with the beat and already with the verse written, and then I've gotten into the studio, just heard the beat, and wrote the verse right there. And uh, how how do you prefer to to work? Um. It doesn't it doesn't bother me either way. Um, I usually don't write most of my songs anyways till either the day of the studio or the day before just because I get in that zone and I work well with pressure. Got you, got you, got you. So so when you write a song, does a, a song like for you take a day? Does it take an hour, How two days? How, how long does it take you to write a song? Um, it depends, like how I'm feeling and what, what I'm doing with the song. Like for instance, the album with it's the first like i've actually caught myself taking a day or two going over a song and re like tuning it and stuff like that that because i want to make sure that i'm doing everything that i can right um and then there's been times where i've wrote a, a verse in 20 minutes for the album so it just depends got you got you when you when you listen to to the to the beat is it um is it harder to write to some beats or do you only take the beats that talk to you like how does your how does you how do you process the, the beats? Oh, no, that's not. That means don't work like that. Like <laughs> he's going to break open all the barriers. And if it's a beat that I've never used or, like, would ever write to, he's, well, you're going to write to it today. Got you, got you, got so. you. That's cool. That's cool. And um, and working with means, have you, have you, do you feel like, a, uh, like, like you're getting better? Do you feel like you're improving? How, how, how do you feel as an artist? No, I do feel like I am improving. Um, I do notice even the little things can make a song or break a song, and I'm learning that. Um, I'm learning to work with different beats, with different instruments on them that I've never worked on before. So, um, so far, we everything is... We like it. We like it a lot. Good, 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 good. I always like to answer the, uh, ask this question. This is a, it's a random-ass question. But um, there's five artists. There's millions of artists out there. But if you if we tag them, we hope we get a billion views on this. Um, if you could work with five artists anywhere, any genre, I don't care, underground, mainstream, who, who are five artists that you would want to work with? Mm, let's see. Not like number one, two, three, four, just five, any of them. Um, yeah, not in any specific order. I wouldn't mind working with Lauren Hill for sure. For sure. For, for sure. sure. Um, let's see. I wouldn't, I, I'd like to work with Reverie. Reverie? Yeah. Okay. She's dope. She's actually came out here to North County and did some shit. Yeah, I've, wor I've worked with her on other events, like shows and stuff like that. Okay. I'd like okay. to do a verse, uh, song with her. Dope, dope. So let me see. Reverie, Lauren, uh... What am I fucking with King Lil G? Okay, okay. Mm, let me see who else. 
if Tupac was alive, it, I, I'm sorry, but I have to yeah. give my respects to Pac. Yes, yes, for sure. <laughs> and let me see, last but not least, I wouldn't mind fucking with Snow. Snow the product? Mm-hmm. Okay, so so there was a lot of lot of female artists right there. Are you are you more of a female um, artist listener? You you listen to the females more than the males right now? Uh, no, I think it's that I've worked with a lot of male artists already. Like, I have a long resume of known male rap artists that I've worked with, and I feel like I'm just kind of expanding to where I just want to work with a couple of different oh, females. shit, this is where I gotta get the juice. Let me get some name drops. Who have you got to work with? Um, let's see. I've worked with, um, Baby Jokes. He's from Charlie Rocampo. Okay. He's like a movie star now. Okay, okay. Um, I work with Midget Loco. I work with Little Cuete. I worked with, oh my God, there's so many people. I uh, Miss Crazy. Uh, how did you work with these artists? I've done me- songs with them. Did like how did you how did you how did you get to meet these artists? Um, just putting out content, um, just getting recognition and building relationships with people. Is it so? Is it through social media? Um, some of it was through social media. Some of it was like um, mutual friends, mutual associates. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And in the day and age of social media, how how you how you feeling with this social media thing? Is there anything that you uh, that you on more or less than like Twitter or Instagram or Facebook or anything? So I so Twitter. I don't even I don't even know what happened to my Twitter account. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Twitter is never like I probably should use it, but it's never like grabbed my attention. Yeah. I get yeah. bored with it. Yeah. It reminds me of like a newer age MySpace. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. A lot of words. A lot of words. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm really on on Instagram a lot. Okay. That's my number one platform. Okay. And then um, it, I would probably have to say Facebook secondly. Okay, let's get a name drop on the Instagram. Where can they Where can they find you on the Instagram? It's official, underscore underscore, and then lovely, but with two Y, so L O V E L Y Y. Got you. And uh, and what made you get into Instagram? Were you kind of like a, fuck it, I want to get into Instagram? Or did you get pushed into Instagram? Because I know I got pushed into social media. <laughs> I honestly didn't want nobody to know about me, my personal life, or anything going on. And then people were like, well, you need fans. And yeah. I was like, shit. So was there anything that kind of pushed you into social media? To be honest, I don't like social media. Yeah. Uh, only if I didn't do music. Uh-huh. I probably wouldn't have any social sites. Right. Just because it's a it's a headache and a lot of negativity. Yeah. Um, yeah. But my Facebook, I um I just started using that a lot more and I've been able to get it up to I think it's about like forty one thousand likes on my like page. Oh, so shit. Keep it going. Okay, make sure you tag me. Um, that's dope, man. That's dope. So, so did you? How long have you had a Facebook for? Um, well, the like page is separate from the regular page. So I've had a, a regular Facebook for probably for like ten years. The like page I've probably had for like six, maybe off and on, not really using it. Yeah. And now I'm pushing it. That's right. That's right. And have you always have you always had this artist name, or did you ever have a different artist name coming up in the industry? No, so I used to go by Ms. Lovely. Okay. So it was MZ, but uh, after, you know, being, talking to the label and management, uh, we felt that it was a good idea to drop the Ms. Gotcha. Which I think is great because it was a little bit too old school. Got you, got you, got you. Are you working on any uh, any new projects right now? I know you said you, you just, are you just finishing or you just finished the album with the first? So I have two albums that's okay. going on right now because before I, I signed with It's the First. By the way, I am the first female Let that them know. has signed 
two, it's the first as a registered legal LLC. That's right. That's so, real business shit. Um, so the album that I'm working on by myself, it's called Hustle and Heart. Okay. Um, and it has 10 songs. I'm not really sure what I'm going to do with the project yet. I wanted to drop it, but now a lot of things have changed. Okay. So I might just drop them as singles. Okay. Or maybe put it up for people to download. I'm not sure yet. Okay. Okay. And then the album that is uh, basically completed, I think there's just one more song left we have to record with this. The first is The First Lady. That's oh. the name of the album, The First Lady. Dope. And um, basically that project is is done. How many songs on that one? Uh, there's seven or eight songs on there. Okay. Yeah. Is there any, any superstitions with these numbers, or are you just picking numbers that, that happen to hit? Um, well, I always like seven. That's my favorite number. Um, means is thinking about adding another song, so it doesn't make a difference to me. Got you, got you. Okay, okay. I didn't know if there was a secret to success or something. No. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's right. And um, visually, you getting ready to drop any new visuals? You thinking of a? Were you thinking of a song to drop as a visual? If you were, what song would that be? Um, I am. We are going to be working on visuals. Just waiting to drop the album. Okay. And. To be honest with you, I think that this album is something so different from what I'm used to that I want to drop all of the videos. <laughs> got you, got you, got you. Is there is there anyone in particular like that, that you feeling on on this album that that you like? Yeah, I like this one. Yeah, um, I really like. Uh, there's a song called "Meant to Be." Okay. And it talks a lot about my 2020 struggle. Okay, okay. It's pretty deep. And I have a female singer on there who's my artist. Dope. And her name is Alizé. And then um, the so there's a song I did with Means. It's called Live It Up. Okay, okay. And that song is definitely, definitely getting a video. That's right. That's right. That's tight. That's tight. Now, uh, 2021 is here. It is already here, and it's moving pretty damn fast. Um, do you see... Let's set a goal. Let's set a goal. So when I get you back in here in like six to eight months, we have accomplished that goal. Let's see. What do you, what do you want to accomplish in the next six to eight months? Mm, I want to accomplish um, pushing units, massive okay. amount of units, and growing my fan base, um, lots of visuals, and just get my money up, get my back. That's right. That's right. That's right. Well, shit, man. Um, I'm trying to think of something else I could throw out there. I got a couple more minutes with you. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Favorite color? Um, blue. Boom. Um, east side, west side? Um, well, I'm from the South Bay. <laughs> oh, okay, South Bay. Okay, there you go. Um, uh, you said if you were to listen to music and you could only listen to one album in the world, it would be? Ooh, what would that be? Um, I have to say the new Mozzie album. The new Mozzie? You you listen to Mozzie? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Okay, okay, that's different. Okay, so uh that's kind of a harsh, 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 uh, harsh listen for a female. Is it uh, uh you you like that shit? I love I love that album is dope. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say this about Mozzie. Um one of the hardest working artists that I've ever seen. In 2017, 18, that motherfucker dropped so many videos and grinded his ass off and really like took no for an answer and just pushed past everybody. So yeah. good independent artist, man. I'm going to definitely get him on this show. I definitely appreciate your time. Yes, I appreciate and, uh, your time. Thank you. Thank you one more time. Where can they find you on social media? Uh, you can find me on IG, which is official underscore underscore lovely, L-O-V-E-L-Y-Y. -Y. 
Um, on Facebook, it's still under Ms. Lovely. I'm working on changing it because I have the blue check mark, so I don't know. It's a process. Got you. But just search Ms. Lovely, M-Z-L-O-V-E-L-Y, and hit hit the YouTube. Yes. I got content on YouTube. It's older stuff. Newer stuff will be coming, but at least you'll have something to listen to for now. Perfect. Perfect. I greatly appreciate your time. Thank you for your vibes. You have a wonderful day, and I'll see you again. You too. Much love.